From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome again to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary, as well as being named by Feedspot.com as one of the top 20 black conservative podcasters to follow on the internet. And I just want, and yours truly made it um, at, well, right now I'm at 16, but that's okay. It's a great honor, nevertheless, to be recognized uh, for our work. And I am grateful beyond, beyond words. Uh, so thank you, Feedspot, and I'm hoping that this will help uh, let folks know that we're here. I mean, we've been on the air less, a little less than two years, but we've had an amazing time of it. That is for sure. Uh, thank And by the grace of God, we'll continue on into 2024 because that's going to be crazy. Uh, but anyway, my friends, I'm grateful for it and a huge thanks. Uh, before we get into the fun stuff of the day, uh, always you can reach us via email at inblackandright at gmail.com or you can go to our online store at inblackandright.net you can check out you, know, you can check out our online store you can check out other things that we have you can always subscribe to our website or you can uh, subscribe we can be found on all podcast platforms big small and in between all you got to do is pick your favorite find us subscribe and be notified when new episodes uh, come on the air so happy to happy to do that for folks and we have plenty of room for more people to uh, come and enjoy what we do and appreciate it because uh, I will always appreciate the in black and right coalition and all of its members well my friends as it is obvious it is 11 september 2023 22 years ago our world our nation was rocked and pretty dang hard because 19 terrorists managed to take commercial aircraft and turn them into weapons of mass destruction. This is just all kinds of crazy. But the real sad part is that so much of our world, and especially our political leaders, haven't learned squat. Now, if you're old enough, like I was, I was in my late 30s and you re and you re you remember where you were you remember what you were doing uh, all kinds of things so yep it's gonna be uh, you know it's something that will be ingrained in your memory uh, and I'm hoping that 
we can actually learn something from it, but I'm not 100% sure of this because memories fade over time. And right now, I keep thinking of New York. I saw the commemoration ceremony. There's Michael Bloomberg, former mayor, Eric Adams, the current mayor, and Kathy Hochul, the governor. Man, you want to talk about three blind mice? Yee. But anyway, now, given what's going on in New York right now, with 110,000 illegal immigrants taking over the city, I mean, let's go back, shall we say, a to last week when Eric Adams said this. No support. And let me tell you something, New Yorkers. Never in my life have I had a problem that I did not see an ending to. I don't see an ending to this. I don't see an ending to this. This issue will destroy New York City. Okay. That was Eric Adams last week. Uh, but now let's add a whole new variable to the equation. Because we've got a southern border that it has more holes in it than the age Swiss, and it's only getting worse. But from just the news, one of my favorite news sites, headline, DHS has limited ability to accurately track migrants' post-release addresses. And that is a, from a report by the Inspector General of Homeland Security. So I'm thinking, okay, we've got six to eight million illegal immigrants in this country where every state's a border state, every town's a border town, and yet we have Mayuckas and Harris just, I don't know if they're on drugs or they just like lying is like a default setting, like on a computer. Oh, the border is fine and... Yeah, and they lie, they, they mess up the numbers, blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking, yeah, right, mm-hmm. Yeah, if everything is so great on the border, ask the black folks down in the south side of Chicago. That's certainly one. Or you can talk to Eric Adams, who just said, we're, New York is going to be destroyed, and they're... And they are got their hat in hand going to the Biden regime looking for a multi-billion dollar bailout. I'm thinking to myself, are you kidding? After all the money they could have sent to Hawaii, the money that they could have sent here in North Florida. I mean, we just... <laughs> my power was out for a week and that included running water uh, here in north central Florida because of Hurricane Adelia and it hit my town that I live in that's why we were uh, essentially off the air for a week and a half so right now I am in just the uh, <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. I, I'm just not going to shed any tears or play any violins for Eric Adams and the people in New York. He's the one who made it a sanctuary city. And now all of a sudden, here comes 100,000 plus illegal immigrants, not asylum seekers, and all of a sudden, it's like he's not getting any help from Hochul in Albany. He's not going to get a bailout from the Biden regime. And, oh, on top of that, here's, an, here's the icing on the cake on this one from The Blaze. Headline, New York City school kids kicked out to make room for migrants. I'm like, they're now, it's gotten so bad that they're kicking American kids out of schools to make room for the illegal immigrant kids? Whew. Holy free holy. This, ladies and gentlemen, is a whole new level of messed up. I mean, seriously messed up. Holy cow, y'all. But man, oh man. Whew. Somebody help me. Because now, if this can happen in New York City, it's already happening in Chicago. Look at the West Coast. Los Angeles, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle. There, the entire West Coast is a cesspool. It's a hellhole. And it's all done by Democrats. All of it. None of these cities are run by Republicans. And now that you're kicking kids out of school to make room for illegal immigrant kids? Oh, no, no, no. This is exactly why the quote-unquote education system really isn't about education anymore. It is not. But, oh, man. But the kids are going to suffer. But we have to, I mean, it's essentially they're giving deference to these illegals. You know? And, frankly, it just cracks. It, it's not even funny. Because of the implications of what's going on down at the southern border, we've got a record number of people who've been caught crossing the border who are on the terror watch list. Oh, no. And on a day like today where we commemorate the worst terror attack in U.S. history... 2,977 people lost their lives because our government, law our federal law enforcement, and our intelligence communities couldn't get their act together? Oh, no, no, no. This comes under the heading of, I don't think so. And yet, here we are, right now, Congress going back into full session tomorrow and yeah here's Steve Scalise talking about 
hey, we're going to go out, we're going to start tackling uh, defense spending. It's like, okay, get the defense authorization done, but then you get the other authorizations done too. Regular order. Now, all Kevin McCarthy seems to want is a continuing resolution, you know, and then, okay, we'll just do another, uh, you know, another omnibus bill down the road. Mm-mm. No, no, no. If that happens, all right, Kevin McCarthy, somebody is going to be done with your foolishness after nine months, and then there will be the motion to vacate. And that is going to be the real test. Can are you going to go to Akeem Jeffries and get his de- and get your Democrat friends to keep you uh, as Speaker? And of course, it's and what are you go- what deals are you going to have to make with those devils? Hmm. What is it going to take? Because there are still not quite enough of uh, Republicans uh, who are willing to give you the boot because pretty much they have pretty much bent over and grabbed the ankles. But frankly, we're the American people are done with you, McCarthy. We're done with you. You've already screwed us over with the debt ceiling deal. Two years unrestricted spending, no caps, and trillions more added to the debt to screw over Trump. And here's what really blows my mind. (laughs) And it just really doesn't help. Nancy, fancy Nancy Pelosi, apparently is going to run for re-election next November to get her seat back and possibly maybe the speakership again? Oh, hell no. That right there, ladies and gentlemen, is just annoying. It is redonkulous. So we're going to have another octogenarian running things into the ground. Hell, we've already got Biden. We've got McConnell who needs to resign. Uh, you've also got Schmucky Chucky Schumer, and now Pelosi wants to make a comeback. Oh no, 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 no! Because McCarthy, let me help. Let me help you here, Mr. Speaker. If you don't get the fiscal house in order the way you promised, you did. You're going to make it very possible for Nancy Pelosi to not only win her congressional seat back, but she could easily become speaker because there's going to be enough pissed off Republicans who are, go- who are not going to vote for you. They're not going to vote for your cadre. You know, all your buddies, you know, it's like who support this nonsense. Just forget it. Now, they'll vote for Trump. But don't hold your breath for them hold, voting for all of your, uh, all your buddies 
who severely foobarred the nation, our economy, and God knows what else, and given more money to the Ukraine because of all the freaking neocons, I'm not going to be nice about this. I can't. Too many Americans are suffering. They are suffering big time. Ugh. Help me. Help me. Help me. But what's really... <laughs> oh my gosh. I gotta go back just a little bit because I did, I did miss a little something uh, with Eric Adams in New York. Uh, now, last week, because of the speech I uh, that that I played for you, there was something that happened that just absolutely blew my mind. Now, the New York Times apparently printed an op-ed, and the title simply goes like this. Eric Adams is a Democrat, so it's no longer hateful to oppose uncontrolled mass migration. I thought, what? Are you freaking serious? Well, just taking a look at this mess of a uh, headline, oh my gosh. This was written by a guy named Eddie Scary or Scary, I don't know. But it just absolutely blows my mind. Just listening to, I, I want to read just a little section of this. I mean, a very small section by this guy. Now, <laughs> it, it's just, ugh. Anyway. A favorite pastime of mine is watching how quickly the national media discover nuance and complexity in a tragedy once it's a Democrat who's at the root of it. Political violence committed by a Republican, right-wing, pro-gun, white supremacist inspired by Fox News and Donald Trump hateful rhetoric. I mean, just that right there tells me this dude is on something. It's, it's just on something, but but yes, all of a sudden, now we have to deal with the very real problem of illegal immigration and in the biggest city in America, and the guy who's running it is a bald black buffoon and a democrat because he's the one who made it a sanctuary city. This is reality, people. Come on, help me out here. Let's, let us start putting a little bit of critical thinking before getting all upset and getting offended. Because New York, I'm, I used to love New York. I used to love New York. I had family that lived there. Uh, the last time I was there was 20 years ago. And it was a whole lot better shape then. A whole lot better shape. I loved walking around Manhattan, going to Times Square, uh, and seeing how much improvement there was. I mean, yeah, I did go to Lower Manhattan, and I see where the Twin Towers were, and I was very emotional over that because I actually 
had been to the top of the towers as a kid uh, to enjoy the view. So it really broke my heart uh, when a lot of this happened, but I just say, you know, I can't. I do, I have no desire to go to New York at all because the place is off its rocker. And especially, yes, and I'm going to say it, I'm on profile here. A lot of these idiotic black kids acting like nothing more than animals and thugs. I mean, good night. I mean, I'm not into it. I'm just definitely not into it. That's not me. But I'll tell you what. This is just, you know, I mean, yes, I'm keeping, I'm trying to keep everything within the context of 9-11. Because now, with, again, with a Congress and a Uniparty that would rather give money, money to Ukraine than to the folks on Maui who are still suffering. They are. Many of them are homeless. Where are the kids? Hmm? That's the one question that nobody has the guts or the stones to answer. Where? What happened to the kids? I mean, I think it's a very simple question, but every time you somebody asks it, you know, you go into full-blown media blackout. Oh no, we're not we're not going to deal with that. No, 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 no. Yeah, and I mean this is a cover up. This is the stuff that feeds conspiracy theorists because there's no transparency with the Maui government. There's nothing there's no transparency with Governor Green of Hawaii. Nothing. There's not been any federal investigation into this, which is something that you really should have when you're dealing with something like this. And now on top of it, you've got a volcanic eruption in Hawaii. I'm like, oh man. That just, that kind of does it for me. I mean, no stinking way that this should be going on and I mean and giving just $700 to the residents of Maui after these fires they've lost their homes they've lost lives they've lost their cars they and many of them have lost business owners have lost their livelihoods and y'all are just giving them 700 bucks hell that wouldn't buy you at a hotel at a five-star resort that wouldn't get you a night it just would not get you a night. I'm like, oh my gosh. And yet, you have celebrities like Oprah Winfrey and uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. You know, it's like, who are who own property on Maui. They're all, they have all kinds of money, but yet they're asking people to give. Americans right now, I mean, you want to talk about out of freaking touch? How many people, how many millions of people in this country can't keep a roof over their head? They have trouble paying rent, trouble keeping food on the table, gas in their car so that they can go to work if they even have a job to go to. And yet, we, we got to deal with this. 
We are living in the twilight zone. The freaking twilight zone where up is down, in is out, black is white, and people are just kind of like, oh, yeah. I'm like, no. This is cruelty. This is elitist Holly weird cruelty. Oprah Winfrey's a billionaire. She could certainly tap into her vast uh, bank account and help out with the some of the rebuilding. Same with Dwayne Johnson. He's a multimillionaire, international film star. He's not hurting for cash. But nope. It's you. You, the people who make the country work. You who are out there busting your arse just trying to survive. I mean, I look at the people here in the county I live in. There are still hundreds of people, hundreds of people that haven't had their power restored. And we're a week and a half into this thing. People I know have lost their houses because of some type of hurricane damage. So, yeah, it's just... It's a mess, folks. And yet, we can't... We are so out of touch. So confused. But yet, you know... But Donald Trump, in spite of the four indictments, he had himself one heck of a weekend. He spoke Friday night in Rapid City, South Dakota. Got the endorsement of Governor Nome, who... uh, who is on the short list, possibly, for vice president, and I think that would be a good pick. She's a smart lady. She's tough. Uh, Also, uh, President Trump goes over to Iowa for the Iowa-Iowa State game over the weekend. He mingles with the people. They love him. There's cheers. Uh, I mean, he's flipping occasional burgers. You know, flips a couple of burgers, you know, in there in his really nice suit. He's cool. He's all that, baby. You know? And there, I mean, he visits a frat. And a bunch of frat guys are cheering for him. (laughs) I I mean, I love this. This is huge. This is funny. And yet, with all this rock star treatment that he gets everywhere he goes... There are still sick, well, okay, I'm just going to say it. There's some really sick-ass puppies, Republicans included, that want to go after him. I mean, heck, I've even heard of possibly revoking his Secret Service protection. I'm like, whoa! Now, especially, that really caught my attention, especially when you've got people like Tucker Carlson, and Dan Bongino, who is former Secret Service, talking about uh, protecting his life, you know, potential assassination. I'm like, what is wrong with you people? So help me. Ugh. So yeah, we. this is the world we're living in. I mean, I'm still looking at the county I live in, the town I live in, there are three after Hurricane Idalia. I mean, we were pretty much ground zero. 
We were. I mean, I was very fortunate that, and I'm surrounded by a lot of trees, but none of those trees hit the house I live in. That was a miracle. And I was grateful for that. I mean, when you go through a natural disaster, your perspective on things change. You learn, hopefully, to be a little bit more thankful, a little more grateful for things. Because I know I am. I mean, I could, I mean, just, if some of these trees were only, you know, maybe a few inches one way, a few inches another way, I would have a damaged home and I would be homeless as well. This is just insane. But we need to keep certain things in mind, especially when on a day like this, when we're commemorating the nation's worst terrorist attack, that if we're not careful, my friends, if we're not careful, and if Congress doesn't get its head out of its arse, hey, you better start protecting the people instead of protecting your precious congressional or Senate seats. You're just going to have to get your mind right to understand the people need help. And if you're not willing to help them, if you're willing to just saddle them with the burden of more debt, of giving more money to the Ukraine than it, you give to the U.S. to help people who are really hurting, like people here in my county in north central Florida. I mean, you, you're worthless. This is why the Uniparty, the Uniparty is one of the main reasons why I became an independent and left the GOP. Now, I know some people were like, well, what about this and what about that? I said, I don't care. Both parties have screwed this pooch so bad, dog breeders are in tears. And I said, no, I'm not going to support a party that's going to do all kinds of crap to people who are really hurting. This is why people want Trump back. They want him back last week. And now you've got the deep state, the administrative state, all these supposed geniuses I said, who are going after him to you know, get him off the primary ballot because pretty much he's already won the primary. I don't know what the RNC is doing with these debates and whatever because Trump doesn't need to be there because he's kicking everybody's ass by... <laughs> 30, 40, 50 points. Ay, caramba. I mean, can't Ronna McDaniel get it through her head? It's over. People aren't giving to the party like they used to. They're giving it to Trump. They're giving it to specific candidates because the RNC can't get its stuff together. So, and focus on the general election because the primary is done. I mean, it's just done. I mean, it's, yeah, you got to go through it, you know, just as a formality, but it's done. It's totally done. I mean, Iowa, um, 
Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, the early primary states. And then, of course, Super Tuesday, but, oh, sorry, Trump's trial in D.C. with the corrupt prosecutor and the even more corrupt judge is the day before Super Tuesday. And, I mean, even though I know there are some places he may want to go, but he might have to send his surrog some of his surrogates out there, and he's got a great team of them, because, you know, I mean, and people are like, well, well, he just wants revenge and retribution. I said, mm-mm, you have, you do not understand the difference between revenge and justice. After a weaponized FBI, a weaponized Justice Department, weaponized IRS. Jeez. Yeah, it's like, I'd like a little payback. You know? The big payback, like James Brown sang, like, song from 50 years ago. It's so appropriate. I mean, I'll have to find it and put it on again, but, but still, my friends, we've still got work to do. A lot of work to do, a lot of prayers to pray if you're a person of faith. I mean, and every little bit helps. I mean, even I've given. And I am certainly no, I'm certainly not a rich man. That is for dang sure. But I had to finally realize, you know, as much, with even with a hurricane that I'm still recovering from, I still need to point, you know, whatever resources I have and give it to help President Trump and to help save the country. So, I mean, yeah, it's that. I mean, I'm sacrificing here, but it's worth it if we get Trump back because a lot of this crap is going to be over and they know it's going to be over. This is why they're absolutely going all kinds of bonkers to put him away, to disqualify him, whatever. Or if they have to, they'll kill him. Now, these are desperate people. These are very desperate people. And they are not to be ignored. Because when you're that desperate, you do some really stupid stuff. That is for sure. But my friends... I'm going to call it a day today. Thank you so much for listening. Now, on True Patriot Network, in Black and White Live, just debuted. We're going to be on Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, uh, exclusively on True Patriot Network. You can find us there. And also, uh, we're going to be doing all kinds of things or in black and white special edition hopefully we're going to get some great interviews uh up at, up there on the rumble page so yep we've got a lot going on but you know it's going to be a good thing uh and i appreciate the opportunity now that things are okay enough here after the hurricane uh to get back into uh a regular broadcast schedule so my friends see y'all tomorrow and for now and as always patriots come 
in all colors.